1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Can I say how much I love our listeners? I tell you what, um, the conversation that we have on the radio, it does not stop. Just because it is time for us to stop talking. It continues on my social media channels. So whether you follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Threads, uh, I am there. And the folks who listen to this show are just so conditioned to continue that conversation. So at the top of the news, uh, I heard from Beth Ann Bloom, who wanted to make sure that I knew that all Minnesota babies are tested for sickle cell disease at birth. This is part of the newborn screening, and and she says it is life-saving because um, it finds the babies before they get sick and lets treatment begin. Um, She is checking in. Uh, uh, Linnea Hoff enjoyed the conversation with Mary Moriarty. Uh, Cozy Washington is over on Twitter. Uh, Those were my Facebook people. And um, she really enjoyed that sickle cell conversation. And so continue to discuss with us, continue to chat with us. Um, That's the reason that we're here to spark conversation. Before I change the name of the show to the Shaletta show, um, the name of the show, it was kind of goofy. I appreciated their try. The bosses, they think they're bosses. They're never bosses. Okay, so the name of the show was Crucial Conversations with Shaletta. And I was like, that's too many consonants. Can it just be the Shaletta show? But I understand why they decided um, to go with that name initially is because that's what we're doing on this show. You know, we laugh and and joke, but we don't play when it comes to making sure that our kids have good health care or that we make a difference or that we support families who have children with special needs or we talk about um, tough issues policing and you know we had the Hennepin County attorney in here we had some Minneapolis police officers in here so if there's something going on in the community even though it, it may be a difficult conversation to have we're not going to shy away from it and y'all know that um you know I've got three kids with autism and that can be very lonely it can be very depressing um you know I, I'm I'm out front smiling but you know, when my kids were in the trenches and I was trying to do whatever I could to find whatever services that I heard about, um, it was rough and it it was difficult and I felt so isolated because none of my friends had special needs kids. Right. And, and they couldn't understand what I was going through. And, And so, you know, the, the people that were in my group, my circle, my church, my family members, nobody was going through what I was going through, and I, I wasn't a part of of the special needs community because my kids had just gotten diagnosed. And so, finding that community, finding those autism moms and dads and grandparents and aunts and uncles, those teachers, those therapists like Shanna McElwain in South Washington County, you know, th- those folks who could support us, um, I, I just, I'm telling you, I would have, I would have drove all of us. In the nine seater, off into one of these 10,000 lakes, if it wasn't for the people at the Family Achievement Center. And so that's why now you see me doing so much to give back um, to these communities because they gave so much to me and my family. And so anytime I'm on the air, I always try to have at least one segment where I'm talking about an event or service or resource or program to help families who have special needs children or adults that they're caring for. And there is a first of its kind. i like to be the first person to tell you about stuff because that's just how I roll. Um, It's called a Self-Direction Connection Conference. It's going to bring people together who um, use self-direction services to share what we've learned with one another. It's happening in Mankato on October 24th. I have oh, October 27th, excuse me, in Mankato on October 27th, the Self-Direction Connection Conference. I have already secured my child care. I have already told these people at CCO Radio, don't call me that day because I'm going to be in Mankato. And, and this is the thing. They're going to have some experts there, but they're also going to have parents there who have gone through this, who have stayed up all night scouring and, and trying to find resources and services who have the cheat code so that we don't have to learn those lessons the hard way, right? That they've already done it, and they're going to be sharing that information with us. And and so I have to tell you that anything that I learned to help my kids, I learned from another parent sitting in the waiting room somewhere in line, and I saw the kids stemming. Um, you know, in, in the classroom, um, you know, for, for you know, uh, you know, we were having cookies or, you know, standing outside waiting on the bell to ring and we walk our kids home. That's when I got the most help from my kids. And this this event on the 27th in Mankato is going to bring all of us together who are isolated, who are alone, who may be depressed so that we can learn from one another and share. And so I'm so glad to have Jennifer Durgens here on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Jennifer, I don't know how you got this idea, girl, to put this together, but can I say thank you because we have been needing something like this for a long time. Well, thank you so
3: much, and thanks for having me today. I um, am just so impressed with your story of strength and, and community in so many areas, including um, self-directed services.
2: Now, this is going to be a a one-of-a-kind day of learning and support for people who use these services. Tell me the thought behind doing this, coming up with the idea, and actually implementing it.
3: Absolutely. So, growing up, my mom was a direct support professional back in the 1980s when they were moving folks out of institutions. And I uh, basically took my cues from her in learning that people who, no matter who they are, no matter what disabilities they have, they have a right to direct their own services, to be person-centered, where they get to choose who works with them, when they get to work, how they're going to work, what training they need. And uh, it turns out in my career, I kind of followed in my mom's footsteps and started working with folks who, um, parents and people with disabilities that direct their own services. So uh, we joined up with the Uh, National Center for Advancing Person-Centered Practices and Systems um, in 2022 to start a project about um, sending out information into the community about self-direction and hoping that we can connect people
2: together to learn from one another,
3: uh, to basically uh, expand and get more people able to self-direct.
2: And this self direction connection conference is on October twenty seventh. Um, it is in Mankato, um, and some of the topics, and, and this is so important, is uh, futures and estate planning, self advocacy, community support, staff retention, creative solutions. We're getting a legislative update, and, and folks say, "Well, I'm I don't vote because you know what 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 you know that's not going to impact me." I'm gonna just tell you. The governor of Texas doesn't care anything about special education, which is why I'm here in Minnesota. I would love to be in Texas, but I can't live there (laughs) because the wait list for services is 10 years. The wait list in Minnesota when I came was 10 months. When I go back to Texas and I show them... All of the things that my kids get, all of the services that they receive, all of the resources that we have, there's nothing like that. So it's, it's, it's just, it's a lot, Miss Jennifer, but we do have to be on top of these legislative issues. And and, and we don't have to sit up and Google it. We could just come to this conference and get an update about legislation that impacts our families.
3: Absolutely. And one of the speakers, Angela Guerin, is a parent, and she testified in front of the state legislature this past year to get some things um, implemented and she'll be speaking that day along with Vicki Garrett who is an advocate and policy leader as well so I think there's a full agenda we have um, folks like you said talking about estate and future planning it's so hard as a parent to know what's going to happen to my kid with special needs when I when I'm gone
2: preach on it girl preach on it. And, and, and I tell people all the time, that was the most complicated uh, thing that I've ever done in my life is sit there and try to plan what's going to happen for my kid. If I die, you know, who's going to make sure that they continue to get their benefits? Uh, how, how do I make sure that somebody doesn't take advantage of them? Where do they go? You know, what's out there and available uh, for them? You know, all those things that you have to sit down and think about now while you are in your right mind. And, and where do you go? You know how I found my state planner? Another mom. Another parent yep. said, this, you you, you got special needs kids like I do, get it together, get it in order. Um, you know, before COVID, you know, and, and we sat down and she gave me the name of Gold Leaf Estate Plan. And I went over there and we sat down and talked and we got all that together, got my little book, gave it to my parents and my friends who are going to take care of my kids if something happens to me. And they even trained them. Um, you know, they had a little session with, 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 with the godparents of my children so that they could talk to them um, about what to do next after I die, because they had no idea.
3: A lot of times folks have um, trouble navigating. What do I do once I get services? Once the County tells me I can have services for my, my child, what do I do next? And so we'll have, um, folks that are parents and support planners, um, doing a lot of different sessions about staff retention, um, how to interact with your um, the companies you have to work with, like your financial management provider, how to write self-advocacy into your community support plan, um, and a lot of different folks coming together. Our main goal of this conference is to connect people with one another. The entire disability movement is on the parents over the generations mm-hmm. that have consistently been coming together, learning from one another, and advancing the um, advancing folks with disabilities all over the country. And so what better way to learn than from one another?
2: Yes. Okay, now folks are listening. They want to sign up. Where do they need to go? Who do they need to call? How do they get registered?
3: Great question. Um, you can go to our website, which is harrymyringcenter.org. And right at the top on the right, it says self-direction. You click on that and you can register for the event right there. There are scholarships available for the event. So if, we don't want any barriers for folks to come. Um, so we have that. Um, it's $40 to register. We have about two weeks left in registration. Uh, we have over 18 vendors signed up to come and um, help support the event, and and we're going to have an awesome lunch. And uh, I think it's just going to be really fun. It's been quite a project um, with all of us coming together with both people who live this uh, experience, who have kids with disabilities or have disabilities themselves, um, along with our community partners to, to have this wonderful event on the October 27th.
2: I just appreciate this so much, girl. I just, I I, I wish you knew what this meant for us. Um, you know, when you are a parent of a child with special needs, uh, there, there's not a place for you, um, for you to go and, and openly talk about some of the challenges and get that support. And so the fact that you have put this first-of-its-kind conference together um, to help us understand how to get the best for our kids um, it just means so much to me and so many moms like me.
3: Well, we appreciate you so much. Julie. Thank you so much for, for working with us. You are going to be our keynote speaker. Yay! which I'm so, so I hope,
2: excited.
3: I hope all your listeners are um, going to be able to come so they can hear you speak live. And um, we're just so grateful to you and your platform and your social media and the ability for you to get the word out with us. Um, I just I, girl, have just, I really enjoyed talking with you and getting to know you. It's it, I'm super looking forward to it.
2: Girl, I told you, girl, I said, look, girl, don't tell me to post it on social media. Cause we're going to max out the room. We're going to max out the wait list. They're going to be people lined up around the corner because when I tell my autism moms and dads, look, and grandparents, we got to show up. This event is for us um girl they show up and and i'm just so grateful that you have given us a place to go to be in community that is safe where we can learn and you know we can live a better life, and our kids can live a better life so miss jennifer thank you so much for being on show
3: Absolutely. Thank you. Have a great afternoon.
2: All right. You as well. And there's more to come on the Chaletta Show. B25, you are listening to the Chaletta Show on News Talk 830 WCCO Radio, your good neighbor stations. first pulled off a win uh, against Louisiana Lafayette um, on a beautiful, uh, amazing fall afternoon here in the Twin Cities. It does not feel like fall. 81 degrees outside is the high. And I just can't believe on Monday it is going to be 84 degrees. I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I love it. I got the air on. It's beautiful. I love it. Um, you know, I, I, you know, we've been eating soup. So we're eating soup on hot days. I'm not sure how or why we did that. I guess we thought it was going to get cool. Or maybe it got cool one day and we made soup. So we've been eating off that same soup. So we were eating soup and sweating uh, because it was hot outside and we were eating hot soup. So that's why we wind up having to turn the air on. Um, but, you know, I've I just enjoyed um, being in this Twin Cities region. I tell you, y'all have been just so great to me and my family, um, you know, from being able to uh, connect our legislators with small business owners, being able to keynote um, events to help families who have autism find services and resources uh, to being here and, and having a show on, you know, this historic station. I, I have just been absolutely blessed since my family and I relocated here. And um I, I don't know what's about to happen. Uh I said that because I, I it's it's a mess going on. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I fit this is this is okay, I'm gonna tell you when I had this feeling before. I had this feeling before When Justin Olson and Carla Bangum and uh, uh, Mayor Myron called me to City Hall in Cottage Grove. um, And I was like, oh, Lord, I didn't pay them parking tickets. Mm -hmm. And so they're calling me up here because they don't want to embarrass me in public and they don't want to get my car towed. And so I went um, up there and I knew something was going on because I would like sit right here. I'm like, damn, they're about to make an example out of me. This is not going to be good. And I wind up getting a day. I got the Chalita Day in the city of Cottage Grove. I think it's like April twelfth or something. But anyway, we always party. We have parade, batons, gymnastics. Uh, we drink a lot of great Doug vodka. It's 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 the bomb. So this was our f- our first year actually celebrating Chalita Day in Cottage Grove. So what I thought may have been parking tickets wind up being a party, right? And so. Uh, when Bruce over at the Minnesota Retailers Association said, I want to come on your show and surprise you, uh, I thought maybe I had written a high check to a vendor or something. Uh, or maybe, uh, you know, they, they got tired of me buying too small clothes and having to bring them back because I didn't reach my goal weight uh, when I go to the retailers. And I have I have goals, Bruce. So sometimes I'll buy an eight and I'll hold on to it. But I'm really a 10. And so I do a lot of exchanging um, of outfits because I uh, I have goals, but sometimes I don't reach my goals, Bruce. So I, I don't know what this is about. If, if the retailers are upset because I keep bringing back the 8s and getting 10s and don't just get 10s in the first place. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Hey, Bruce. Hey, Bruce. How you doing? <laughs> that,
4: that, that cracks me up. Well, I am calling to make an example out of you, though. Oh,
2: Lord. See, I knew I knew Josh. You're supposed to be taking care of me. You're supposed to be keeping me from the riff-raff, Josh,
4: I'm on in this one. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, Shletta, it's you know it's it's a blessing for all of us to have you in this area. Thanks for all the work you do. I just wanted to call with a surprise today uh, at the Retailers Association. Once a year, we take a moment and we look around and we think, you know, who's doing some really great stuff in the community and who's involving retailers in that. And we've got an event coming up October 11th. We call Retail Rally. I love the alliteration of that event, but Shletta, if, if you're free that day, we would love to recognize you with what we have. We have an award. It's called Minnesota's retail champions Aww. and it's designed, yeah, it's designed in, in, to, to recognize, lift up people who are doing great things for retailers and with retailers. And, you know, we, we see all the great work you're doing. I saw the post you had the other day of uh, all the great work you were doing out at little earth in connection with High V. you know, just, just, taking good care of people and bringing retailers into that work. And we'd love to honor you and just take a moment to say thank you for the light that you bring in everything you do uh, with our Minnesota retail champion award on October 11th. If you'll, if you'll accept it, Shaletta, we'd love to do it.
2: Okay. Okay. I have one question. Do I get to make a speech?
4: Oh, that's a foregone conclusion.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm in. I'm in. If I could talk, yeah. I'm in. Thank you. That's thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Oh, this means so much to me because, um, a lot of times if, if I'm going out and, and I'm doing stuff, I'm always clapping for myself. You know, I'm always clapping for me. I'm always posting on social media. I'm always embarrassing the media until they come out (laughs) and do a story about it, you know, because it it, a lot of times it is, you know, that we're in underserved communities. It is that we're helping kids whose parents live below poverty line and nobody's going to show up when I'm passing out 100 meals to kids in Little Earth. Now, if we shot 100 people in Little Earth, then everybody would come. Right, but you know when you're doing those things like passing out free meals, and um, you know you're you're trying to um, help families find services, or you're doing Thanksgiving baskets, yeah. or yep. you know it it, it you, you you're your own um, you know you, you're your own yeah, network. You're your own cheerleader. Right? Yeah, I'm yeah. my own cheerleader. Yep. I'm my own advocate. Yep. So yep. I I just really appreciate you all um, thinking of me um to get this award wait a minute now i have to ask something because i um you know since i've been a little girl in school whenever the teacher uh sends a progress report home they would tell my mother that i don't work well with others am i sharing this award (laughs) is this a group award is there like six or seven of us getting this award or am i the only one i need to know
4: bruce yeah there there are a few others but it's all different awards you know what we want to do is highlight kind of the work you're doing with retailers. And sometimes I know, Shaletta, you do a great job helping retailers connect Mm -hmm. with consumers, Mm -hmm. and that's super important. You know, we all got to make the whole system work for us, uh, but also just the great work you're doing in bringing retailers into that work that you're doing, into that work that you're doing in communities that need an extra helping hand. So if you, you are the only one who will receive our vendor partner award of the year, uh, okay. You are the one and only, but we'll recognize a couple other companies that are doing some other great things. Okay, but you know, nobody right else is
2: receiving the Vendor Partner Award
4: but me. me com. it's team and it's champion. You, okay. Shaletta, are the only ones receiving that award. Yep. All
2: right. And, and, you know, I just, I thank you again so much. Uh, you know, we're joking around, but that means so much yeah. to me. And I'm going to just tell you why. It's because whenever, you know, we have a sponsor for my podcast network, um, it, for me, it's not just about Um, getting the money and and running their spots and and promoting them. But it's also about how can we work together in community? Right. How can we get out here and help people? How can we get out here and bless people? And, you know, there's a couple of companies that were like, we just want to give you the money, just post our stuff on social media. I was like, yeah, but, you know, Christmas is coming up. Back to school is coming up. Can I count on you to, you know, do some backpacks or, right. you know, do some right. school supplies? Can I count on you for some for some toys for kids? And they were like, we don't really do that. And do you know I've had to turn down opportunities to work with people because right. they didn't see the value of partnering in community. And so the, the people that I uh, work with that trust me to promote their products, I, you know, I don't call them sponsors. I don't call them advertisers. I call them partners. Um, right. you know, when we went to Uvalde after the school shooting, um, you know, I called my partners at General Mills and Children's Minnesota and um, you know, several others and and they donated money to buy right. books to right. take down to them kids. I couldn't have done that by myself.
4: Yeah. Uh, it's amazing and, and Shletta, that's the that's just the partnership we want to recognize. You know, you you do great things, you bring others people in uh, other people in you make other people better, including you make retailers better here in Minnesota and we're just we're super appreciative of that and we can't wait to, can't wait to give you a high five, a nice award and say thank you in a proper way.
2: Oh well, I'm coming, I'm bringing my host Sheetta makes me family. I might even fly my mama up here. So she can oh, love be a it. part of it. This is going to be so much fun. Bruce, thank you. You have love made it. my day. I thought I was in trouble for buying two small clothes and returning them. And now I realize I'm getting an award.
4: <laughs> hey, Sh- hey, Shalonda, we all have aspirational sizing. We know what that, we know what that looks like. It, that's no that's what it's
2: called. I have a new word now to put on it. It's called aspirational sizing. Yes. Aspirational sizing. Yes. That's yep, it. Yep. This sounds a lot better than I bought two small clothes. I have aspirational exactly. sizing. <laughs> well, Bruce, with the minnesota retailers association thank you and your whole team you know one of my prayers bruce honestly is is every day i ask god when people are going in the rooms and closing doors and making decisions make them think of me and, and the fact that y'all thought of me means so much so i will see y'all on october the 11th and i'm so excited about this
4: Love it. Yeah, bring your friends. Anybody else is welcome to come out as well. Look forward to honoring you and thanking you. And again, Shaletta, thanks for all the great stuff you're doing in our community across Minnesota.
2: All right. Well, thank you so much for calling in the show. We'll see you in a couple of weeks.
4: Sounds great.
2: All right. There. Woo, that was fun. Hey, now I get the, what is it? It's, I think he said it's called the Vendor Partner of the Year Award from the Minnesota Retailers Association. That is such a blessing. Oh, I can't well, Okay, so now I have two things to talk to Steve Thompson about. That and whether or not they're conspiring against Coach Prime. We'll have that. This
1: episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
2: USC beat uh, Colorado Buffaloes, but I tell you what, I'm my nerves are bad. I know my blood pressure's up. I need a pill because they made it a game, 48 to 41. It looked like they were just going to run all over them, but those Buffaloes put up a great Come back. I, I tell you, in social media is buzzing uh, with memes and jokes. But I tell you what, ain't nobody joking. Uh, those Buffaloes are giving them a run for their money. And considering where they were this time last year, I'd say it's already a win. It is already a win. But 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 I tell you, I can't I'm I'm, I'm almost ready to take an early commercial break. Because I want to talk to my friend Steve Thompson, my work husband, about this theory that Keyshawn Johnson has that I thought about as well. That coaches are conspiring to beat Coach Prime and the Buffaloes, and they're working together behind the scenes. They're sharing plays and playbooks. Um, they're sharing information. They're doing all kinds of stuff uh, to 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 beat them and get them and 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 not to allow them to win. Um, another game this year. I, I tell you, I, I feel it in my gut. And, and you know, my gut, it's not, not often uh, wrong, I'm, I'm telling you. And, and I thought about it, and, and Keyshawn Johnson said it, and, um, you know, I, I just really believe that that is what is going on behind the scenes. I'm not saying USC is not a great team. I'm not taking anything from them. But I'm saying there's some shady, shaky stuff going on. But it is good to see the USC players and the Buffalo players out there on the field. Um, you know, just kind of hanging out and laughing and talking, but you know, one of the things that uh, struck me is that Deion Sanders has a personal pastor. He has a minister who is with him at the games that he confides in and relies on, you know, for spiritual guidance and advice. And I know that um, as a Christian professional, I've hired a personal pastor. Everybody else is hiring personal assistants. I went got me a personal pastor. Because I said, you know what, this thing is above my pray grade, not my pay grade, but my pray grade. I know that my career and my life is is taking me in new directions that I've never been in before. And I wanted to spiritually be ready for that next level. And and so I, I found um, and connected with a retired pastor who used to be my pastor back in college and asked him if he would be my personal pastor. And somebody said, well, why do you need a personal pastor? You know, my congregation at Fellowship Missionary Baptist Church in North Minneapolis is probably about 600 people strong. We've got one reverend. Not saying that we don't have assistant ministers and pastors, um as as they do in other churches, but I didn't want to be calling this man all the time, getting on his nerves, you know, asking him to pray for me or with me or You know, if if I have a problem or if I'm going into a meeting and I'm in the parking lot and I get stuck and and, and a little afraid or anxious and, you know, would like prayer or word of comfort or scripture to, you know, just kind of help me get over the hump. I I won't be bothering that man like that. He's got a whole church, church infrastructure, governing bodies, community and and everything else to deal with. So for me, I, I felt like it would be unfair. To ask him to be my personal pastor. So I, I found Pastor Joe Palmore. He is retired. Um, and, you know, one of the things that he said is he said, I still have gifts um, that I'm not using. So I'd be delighted to be your family's personal pastor. So when Sean is, is, is needs some help or is struggling, he can call, I call. The kids even call. When Andrew wanted to get his call, he was like, I need some prayer. I'm like, that's right, baby. Call the pastor. He's on retainer. Um, and he's just been such a blessing to our family. And so, you know, when I saw Deion Sanders, you know, having a personal pastor or a spiritual coach or whatever you want to call it, um, I thought that is a growing trend among Christian professionals. I know because I'm doing it myself. Now, when we come back, I'm going to be talking to Steve Thompson. I can't wait. That's next. There's still more baseball tonight. 6.30 pregame, 7.10. The Twins take on the Colorado Rockies in Colorado. Steve Thompson, uh, why are we still playing baseball? I saw champagne. I was at the stadium. We had our hot dogs and our popcorn and our peanuts. Haven't we already won something? Why, Why are we wasting our time? What are we doing?
5: Well, it's scheduled games, Shaletta. uh, They play 162 no matter what. I I think they're probably asking that in Oakland and Kansas City or or Colorado where they've dropped uh, 100 ball games. It's been bad years and there's nothing like bad teams playing out the string in September or early October. Uh, Generally, there's nobody at the ballpark. Nobody cares. And For the Twins, they're just trying to get through this without getting anybody injured. And the bummer, Friday night, a key guy, Jorge Polanco, got banged up. And we'll learn more tonight on on what they've said day to day. But he hurt that ankle. And he's a guy that is very important to the lineup and has been injured and kind of came into the year banged up, spent a lot of time. And came back, and now he got hurt. And th- that is the nightmare is that you get someone important hurt in one of these games right at the tail end of the season before the playoffs start.
2: And that's the thing. I, that's the thing that I was thinking about, Steve. I am afraid that somebody's going to get hurt.
5: Yeah, and that that's just the nature of the beast. I mean, that that that's just how it goes in sports. You know, you go out and play, and I, I suppose in any sport, football is probably the one on any given play you could be injured, but but it's true in MLB. You you look at uh, a, a player like Byron Buxton who's just standing in the batter's box and gets hit by a pitch and misses 40 games. It can happen, mm-hmm. and that, you know, in any of these sports, uh, guys can get hurt. So the Twins just trying to get through tonight, get through Sunday, get back to the cities and get ready for game one on Tuesday.
2: All right, I guess. I mean, you know, I, I just yeah. I hate for us to be wasting our time. It's like if you win the lottery, why do you have to go to work? You know, yeah. if you want a million dollars, know, why do you show up on Monday? If you won on Friday night, you don't go to work on Monday. For what?
5: See, the thing is, if I won the Powerball, I don't know about you, but I would probably come in, get my stuff, and say it's been fun.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, and
5: and and maybe buy people lunch, maybe mm-mm, have something catered in. No, you wouldn't no, do that.
2: Mm-mm. In okay. fact, I come in, fanning myself with my money, <laughs> <laughs> walk right up to Chad Harmon and be like, "It is so hot in here," and just be fanning myself with five hundred dollar made bills. out of
5: thousand dollars. Yeah, bills. yeah, something like I, that. I've never that's seen one of those.
2: I, you will if I win the lotto because I, that's what I'll be up here doing, and I'll be videotaping. It'll be on my social media. Okay.
5: It, it, now, wait a minute. Is there a $1,000 bill? I don't, I don't know. Josh, know, look guess. that up.
2: Is there a $1,000 bill? I want to yeah. know if it's a $1,000 bill or $500 hey, I work
5: bill. in radio. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Now, Steve, I have to ask you because yeah. I trust you. Um, we saw the Colorado Buffalo's first three games where they were just phenomenal. They were on fire. And then the fourth game happened, and um, they lost. They got blown out by they Oregon. They got blown out by Oregon. Um, and, and, and so I, I, this is me thinking, I never said it out loud. And usually when I have conspiracy theories like this, I call you to bounce the idea off you, but I was so embarrassed. I didn't want to say it out loud. But then I saw Keyshawn Johnson say it out loud. And I thought, I'm not the only one who's thinking this. Keyshawn Johnson said that coaches are sharing playbooks and they're calling folks off the bench and they're talking to retired coaches and they are trying to find ways to beat this Colorado team because they don't want to see Deion Sanders win.
5: I kind of get what he's saying. And I, I think bigger picture, I think there's a lot of coaches that, that are threatened by what Dion Sanders has done since moving over to Colorado. I mean, he, he definitely moves the meter. I mean, it it has been a game changer.
2: But why would they but, be threatened? Why would they just I mean, say, you know what, I'm going to up my game. Good for Dion. It's good for the sport. I'm glad to see it. Why would they go to such lengths?
5: I, I find it. Hard to believe that they're in cahoots. These guys are all super competitive. Now, the one thing they do is that they look at other coaches' game plans. It, it, it Say, for instance, uh, the Minnesota Vikings are off to an 0-3 start. I guarantee you the Carolina Panthers coaching staff studied every play and every scheme and every every set of formation – the L.A. Chargers used last Sunday at U.S. Bank Stadium on their way to beating the Minnesota Vikings. So that stuff goes on at every level of football where coaches study. I just find it hard to believe the Oregon coach is in cahoots with the USC coach all trying to beat Coach Prime in Colorado. I I, I don't know if it goes to that extent, but I will say this. They are threatened by Coach Prime and the success he's had so quickly and how much publicity because what it is it's a recruiting game and they know coach prime they know he's going to get top players going forward
2: okay and then he's bringing in these former NFL players uh very successful players like a Warren Sapp and these kids who play that position are going to want to learn from the best and you don't get any better than coach prime and Warren Sapp and some of the other NFL players that I heard that he's going to be trying to recruit to come over to coach with him
5: It is a hyper-competitive environment, and it is all about getting top players. And they are worried. Now, now Oregon's a very talented team. Very talented. Mm -hmm. USC is very talented. Their their quarterback could be the number one overall pick and very likely will be the number one overall pick in next year's NFL draft. So so they've got very good players. But to me, it's all about... It's all about pub, and it's all about the recruiting game. And and they're very worried Coach Prime is going to start getting his pick of the top players all over the country.
2: Okay, see, so you just took it to another level. See, I was on the bargain basement floor. You're up on the fourth floor with the expensive no. fur coats where you have to have security to get in because I wasn't even thinking about the recruitment. I was thinking about the wins, but it's bigger than that, you're saying.
5: Absolutely. It is about getting these players to commit to the program and come into the program because you win championships with players. Coach Prime knows what he's doing. One of the great athletes of the modern era, period. And he's shown that he can coach, but he can recruit, and he he has a flair about him that threatens these other coaches.
2: This is going to be fun. Giddy up, boys. All right, Steve, thank you so much for joining me. My friend Steve Thompson is coming up next. And then our twins take on, for whatever reason, the Colorado Rockets in Colorado. Have a great weekend.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.